listening to Self-ish, finding me time when there's no time. Yoga and meditation. Yes, oh I have no inner self, it's all gin, so it's <laughs> fine. Welcome back to Selfish with Amy and Fee. And on this week's episode, we're going to be joined by the lovely Claudia, who runs Yoga by Claudia, and she's got lots of words of wisdom. But I'm not going to introduce Claudia. Claudia will introduce Claudia. Okay, okay. Well, I, as you know, Fee, I do like talking about myself, so this is not difficult at all. Um, I'm, I'm a bit of a cliche in that I had the, you know, corporate career and um, basically got bored. Always a quite like yoga. It was the only exercise that I didn't hate and um, thought that I would do my teacher training more just for like a hobby and a bit of a challenge. I was always one of those that liked to do a challenge every now and again. And then when I did my training, quite a few of my colleagues at work said, oh, um, well, if you ran a class, we would come because it would probably be really funny. And I was like, oh, well, maybe, you know, I'll think about it. So I did. And it was basically just some of my colleagues came along and I really enjoyed it. So I thought, well, I'll just keep doing it for a bit of pocket money. And then. I thought, well, I'm looking for something different to do. I was sort of going down the coaching route at the time because I fancied myself as a bit of a life coach. And, um, and then I thought, no, I'll, I'll sort of think a bit more about this yoga malarkey and decided that I needed to do some more training. So it's like anything, the, the continuing professional development is really important, whatever kind of area you work in. And um, I decided to do some sport yoga training because I um, didn't want to do kids yoga. I didn't want to do pregnancy yoga because I've never been pregnant by choice. So, um, you know, so I thought, you know, I didn't know how it felt. I couldn't really um, give real life experiences about that. So um, I did the sport yoga and I did it with a lady. Sorry, can I interrupt? Can, can for um someone who only really knows the vague difference between yoga and pilates as it is what's sports yoga i'm so okay. glad you said that because i was so, thinking she was saying so this really yoga just, and that yoga and i was like into a, yeah so it was really just choosing a niche because um and i felt that um like i said i didn't want to go into um a sort of specialist area that i couldn't um really engage with so sport to me felt like it was um, something that would be um, very generic and it was. So it was basically about learning what kind of shapes your body has to make for any given right. sport. And then okay. together yoga sequences to, um, you know, sort of mirror that sport. So your muscles were used to making these shapes so you'd be less likely to injure. Now, I did my training with a lady called Sarah Ramsden, who um, had done all the work at Manchester United. She'd done a DVD with Ryan Giggs. And um, through that training, I ended up getting some work at West Bromwich Albion, which at the time, well, they're in the Premier League now. So now, I mean, I didn't want to work with men. I don't know why, because I like them. (laughs) But I was far more keen to work with women. So I thought, well, I'll go and do a few sessions and see if I like it. And, and I did, it was great fun. And so that really was then my route into doing yoga full time. 
-hmm. and taking a secondment from the council for a year where I worked, work at, worked at Staffordshire County Council. I took a year out and um, during that year out, I got redundancy. So it was like, well, I've got a bit of money to give me, make this a go. And that was it really. So I just continued to do training. I um, did different types of training. So more around relaxation, more around um a sort of gentler type of yoga as well so I always say to people you know I teach from sweaty to snail piss so basically I can sort of adapt to whatever kind of um requirements you have because some people are like really alpha and I mean naming no names fee you know wanting to work hard when we do you know like come on Claudia let's go and I was like my girl chill out and like at the time you were really stressed and I was thinking she just needs to have a kip for an hour just have a lie down on my living room floor it's so true I want to do this and I want to do it now (laughs) yeah can we do those arm balances I was like oh I don't think so (laughs) did she go straight in to do a headstand (laughs) I want to have my leg up here and then I want to do this and then because of all of it all of the the working out she was doing with gorgeous sean as amy she told you that her trainer is like totally hot she has informed me that you think her trainer is totally hot <laughs> oh sure i would he's amazing he's, good. he's a really nice bloke as well that's the thing he's, he's <laughs> so lovely he's like a big brother I don't, oh yeah. she always says that <laughs> yeah right anyway we found out pretty quickly with Fee because of all of the training she'd been doing she was she was like the Iron Man she could barely move so she was like (laughs) so there wasn't there wasn't too much going on to start with in terms of you know anyway I taught her to chill out taught her to chill out I taught her to meditate but I didn't call it that taught her how to breathe properly and I think for you Fee it was your sleeping that you've got the the, the sort of benefit yeah, from didn't totally and I think it was because I yeah I have always suffered with insomnia and I kind of just wanted to learn how to switch off mm-hmm. and it wasn't that I was you know sometimes there was stress like a negative thing but sometimes like an excited thing oh like yeah recently yeah yeah like recently I've not been sleeping because I've been excited about this and this yeah. is about self-care and chilling and I'm making myself wound up because I'm so excited yeah. and yeah. yeah and I think that's I mean that is something that I'm hoping that you could help some of the listeners today with Claudia to be honest yeah I mean I think we're all so used to having really busy lives I mean obviously the last 12 months aside we'll come on to that shit fest later but <laughs> I think we're, we're all so busy that we've forgotten that rest is actually really important unplugging chilling out whatever you want to call it and that sometimes actually sitting in front of Netflix for an afternoon, which to be honest, is one of my go-tos, you're not getting the switch off in the mind. So actually it's about being able to just really chill out. And I think it's finding things that work for you. So like some people will say to me, oh, well, um, well to relax, I go and do a five mile run. So first off, it's like, well, we can't friends. (laughs) Secondly, It's like, well, that's all well and good. You're going out for a run, you're doing your exercise. There's maybe even like a meditation part of it. But actually, in terms of your nervous system, you're ramping up that nervous system. So you are working really hard and you're running and you're pounding the streets. So your body gets into this sort of the fight or flight mode. So because, you know, you're really working hard. and you So rather than 
the chill out, the switching into the parasympathetic nervous system, which is that's where, a big word. That's yeah, a very big parasympathetic. Word. That's that's when you know I'm professional. <laughs> um, so basically, your nervous system is in two parts. First part, sympathetic nervous system, fight or flight. So when you see um, a lion coming towards you and it's going to eat you, your body goes into fight or flight, and all of a yeah. sudden you're superhuman. And what that means is, is that it's not doing all of the things that are not required um, to fight the lion. So you don't need to be digesting food when you need all of that, you know, energy to to attack the lion. Um, Your hair isn't growing, your nails aren't growing, you're probably not even breathing properly. Um, So that, and what that means is, is that, you know, once we get away from the lion, we can then relax switch into the parasympathetic nervous system, which is the rest and restore part of our body, which is when all of that good stuff happens. So it means that we are, um, you know, the skin, your skin is renewing, your hair's growing, your nails are growing, your food is digesting. It means that your libido is working really well. It means that your, your body is just, you know, doing all of the good stuff to keep it functioning. And what happens, and it's what you were saying, Fee, about the exciting thing, exciting stress is just the same as being in this fight or flight mode. So we're like pumped all the time because we're really excited about something. And then all of a sudden we've got a bad tummy. And it's like, it's all, it's that sort of, oh, but I'm I'm really excited. And it's just because your body thinks it's fighting the lion. And it's the same if you are having a meltdown because your printer won't work or you're stuck in traffic and all those kinds of things. Um, and again, it's just these busy lives. I'm rushing to this meeting. I've got to do that. I've got to pick the kids up, blah, blah, blah. Your body just doesn't switch off. And so this is where people start to get run down. People start to get ill because, of course, Stress means that we are having a lot of cortisol in our body, known as the stress hormone. And long um, periods of a lot of cortisol in our body leads to ill health. This is why stress is this massive epidemic. And if you speak to any GP, they'll tell you that most people that come through the door, their, their issues are linked to stress. And so I think we're so used to coping with stress let's layer on a pandemic on top of that yeah nice let's layer on top of that a bit of homeschooling if you're unlucky enough to have school-age kids at home <laughs> and we're, we're a year in now aren't we that's the thing yeah that's yeah. it we're literally we lit well 10 months yeah i mean it's just yeah difficult can i ask um so you are obviously i, I I've just taken in a world of knowledge in like 30 seconds. It's amazing. But do you're you welcome. <laughs> um, but what I'm really interested in is do you use yoga and meditation yourself or because it's your job, does that make it less relaxing for you? I've got to separate the two. Yeah. So for me to actually teach and run the classes and stuff is not relaxing. I get I, I do get some of the physical benefits. So obviously when I am teaching, I demonstrate and that's the same whether it's in person or over Zoom. But um, in terms of the mental side of it, there's no sort of real relaxation or benefits to that at all because it's work. 
Yeah. Because I'm having to think about it. I'm having to be switched on. And again, at the moment, because it's on Zoom, I'm often watching the little squares across the top. So I'm trying to tell people what to do to, to advise them on, you know, what, what they what shape they're making or leg higher or, you know, watch your head turn, that kind of thing. So and also the technology adds another layer of, you know, having to be on the ball. Yeah. So for me, there's very much there's that element of we'll practice what you preach. And certainly when we went into lockdown in March last year, I did start relying on certain practices quite heavily. And they were the ones that basically involved me doing very little. So it was the lying down, listening to meditations or guided visualizations. There's loads of free apps that are really good. You can just go into or go onto YouTube and you know have a have a search. There's all sorts of stuff that's on that's free online. Um, and also another practice called Yoga Nidra, which translates as yoga sleep. And again, loads of free stuff online. That sounds like my kind of yoga. Oh, it's mega. And kids love that as well. What's in it fact, called, is yeah. that not in your book, Fee? Did I not put that in your in, I think in you your book? Done, you know. Yeah. Is that the visual like kind of that's really relaxing, isn't it? Deep kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it it, it sort of takes you through, um, or that the teacher will take you through a script. And um, if you go to the um, Yoga Nidra network, there's loads of free stuff on there, and um, it's just amazing. And the lady who I did my training with, Uma who runs that network at the moment she's doing a lot of free stuff online every day at four o'clock um and again it's just it it just it takes the edge off so amy if you've ran out of gin and just and i mean you know lie down you can be seated whatever and it's just like 15 or 20 minutes and sometimes you'll fall asleep and often you won't and the idea is, is that you are switching off all of the senses apart from being able to hear. And you just, it's absolutely magic. It's a beautiful practice. And I can't recommend that highly enough. Did it um, um, come to you naturally? Because I've tried a few meditation things. Um, and, I, and, and I've been to a couple of yoga classes. And it, there's the end bit where they sort of tell you to relax and have your thoughts. And I'm lying there thinking, oh, my toes are getting cold. Oh, I didn't put any de-icer in the car, so the car's going to be frozen up. Oh, I feel like a little bit of a wally doing this. I really hope I don't fart. Um, All that sort of thing. Oh, and then you you, all the list of things that you need to do when you get home. Yeah, Yeah, so I really... fart by the sounds of it, Amy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Beans for lunch, you know, that's how it is. But... but, um, Lentils. (laughs) But did it come to you naturally or did no. you have to work really hard to get over that hump that you I'm just describing? It only, the, the meditation side of it, to be honest, I only found my mojo with it probably a few years after I had done my teacher training. And I felt, I felt like the sort of fake yoga teacher almost that didn't meditate. And, mm-hmm. and it was exactly what you've just described there, you know, um, you sort of sit there and it's like the mind's busy and and that is part of it if you think of your brain like a muscle that you need to train and so it's one of those things that the more you practice the better you get at it and the how it all came together for me was two things the first one was gong meditation which sounds so woo-woo and absolutely ridiculous oh do you know what though I was all about the what was I oh, saying? Right, Twatty yeah. yoga. Yeah, but we did yeah. that. 
I'm not doing any of that. I, who don't really, really like all that kind of thing, I really yeah. liked that. Really? Yeah. yeah. And, and it, I, I sometimes would use it in my classes at the start, and I would even say, right, it isn't a joke, because I think some people, because it is so weird when you first do it, I think some people would think that I was just literally doing it for the lols. And after about a minute, I'd go, got ya. But um, no, honestly, it's fab. So gong meditation was the first one. And again, it's about the frequency of the brainwaves and the frequency of the, of the gongs. Um, and then the second one um, was that I, um, I went to do some training at Oxford University. And so I went to their mindfulness school, which is one of the best in the world. And I did their summer school. So I basically, I am an alum of uh, St. Hughes of Oxford University. Whoa, get you. Pee my pants. Um, but it was amazing. <laughs> so I had a whole week, stayed in halls. Oh, no God, way. Like, yeah, it was like going back to college, but without like the sort of free love. And, you know, I actually had some money. So that was nice. But um <laughs> Every day, so it was. So it was. What it made me realise was that I didn't want to be a mindfulness teacher, because there's quite a lot of training, and a lot of people were asking me about mindfulness because it was becoming very popular within sort of the wider media sense. Mm-hmm. Mindfulness was the new buzzword. I was getting quite a lot of companies coming to me saying, um, "Can you do us some mindfulness?" And I was like, yeah, sure, what do you want? And they're like, well, we don't, we just want some mindfulness because, you know, it's what all the big companies just are doing. Bit, just a bit of that so we look good. Thanks very much. Yeah, yeah. so we can tick, tick that box. box. I'm like, yeah, sure, fine. But, you know, if you pay me, I'll do whatever you like. Um, so <laughs> within I consideration. I to, pardon? Within, within, within moderation. It depends how much the paying fee. You know, <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't be judging me now. Um, anyway, so... The, the actual model of mindfulness is set in mental health and I am not a mental health practitioner. So whenever I'm doing anything, I always talk about well-being. And if we're getting into sort of mental illness, I am not, not your person because you need somebody that's properly trained in counselling or they're actually a mental health professional. So you can be held properly if you have a full meltdown. Now, I can give you a big hug and go, oh, never mind, here's a Kleenex. But I can't support you if you end up having a massive meltdown. Now, mindfulness in its widest sense, obviously, that isn't the issue because it's it's something that you can translate to any sort of thing that you're doing. But in terms of how I then got into the meditation side of it, through that week at Oxford, at the start of every seminar, at the start of every talk, it would be right, let's just stop for two or three minutes, close the eyes just release your shoulders, just take a few deep breaths into the belly, Um, you know, and the different lecturers had different ways of doing it, but it really got me into the habit because it was that tiny little bit really often. And by the end of the week, I could literally like switch into that state, which I had never been able to before. I was what you just described, Amy, I'd be sitting there going, right, I need to remember to get some milk on the way home, um oh god my bloody bra's digging in me and like Sheila next to me has just farted and you know I just want to go now because Strictly Come Dancing's on and I'm going to miss the start so I was exactly what you described but that that was a real turning point for me and it was just that training of the muscle it was the little bit and often and 
and I've not lost it. So even though I'm not somebody that meditates every day, and again, people get hung up on this, you know, you've got to sit cross-legged. Well, for a start off, my knees can't take that. Um, you know, you've got to chant. I'm not a chanter. <laughs> it's not my cup of tea. Now, if I'm doing a class and the teacher's leading a chant and she's really into it and you can see she's feeling that shit in her soul, I will give it the om shanties. I'm quite happy to give it the old woohoo. Now, but it's not me. It's not how I live. So for me to start delivering something like that, people would smell that bullshit a mile off. It just yeah. wouldn't work. So, and I know some people really like to chant and that's great if it works for you. It's just not my cup of tea. I like to be spoken to. I like a guided sort of meditation. Right. I like to have something to focus on. And I think Fee and I have discussed this before. The voice is really important. Yes. So, yeah. So if it's like an American accent, a male American accent, it just doesn't work for me. No, I find, yeah, and I also find kind of high-pitched woman's voice trying to meditate. I'm like, it's you're really doing important. my head in. I cannot listen yeah. to you and relax. Yeah, yeah. So one of the, one of the best apps, Headspace, which I've always used, um, recently, they, and it was always a man's voice, recently they've introduced a female voice as well. Because I think that there was a lot of people had said, well, why is it just a man's voice for yeah. a female voice? So it's very much a, a sort of personal thing, really. But, but you yeah, can I think meditate like, anywhere, can't you? You were saying yeah. about it doesn't have to be sitting cross-legged, you know, doing the whole pose. You no. can just do it anywhere. I mean, yeah. I think you, you once said to me something about um, sitting in traffic. And it doesn't mean that you're falling asleep at the wheel. You're just taking that minute to just kind of take some breaths and get out of that stressful, oh God, I'm stuck in traffic and I'm really going to be late for school, yeah. like the school run. And yeah, like I wouldn't, close, I wouldn't close my eyes if I was yes. in the traffic. Yeah, no, but you were, I know you were <laughs> yeah. saying before though, that is like a really good technique, isn't it? Can you talk huh. us through that? Because that's, yeah. I think that's really valuable for sometimes like, like I mean, we've got all kinds of listeners, but parents I think that is one thing where you are just stress 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 I've got to do this I've got to do that in normal times so you it could are be a bit of a taxi service the, yeah sitting at the school gates waiting for them to come out of dancing class or cubs or whatever it is they're doing I'm sure my age there <laughs> cubs um yeah but if you've just got a few minutes that you are sitting waiting of your you know littles then um yeah, it really is. And it's always, it's about that the breath being the anchor. And again, that is something, if you focus on the breath, then um, it really um, helps to, to quieten all the nonsense in the mind. And so for some people, it's very much about the feeling of the breath. So it can be going in through the nose all the way down into the belly, the belly swelling, you feel those muscles open up. And then the slow exhale. And as you release, you just let the tension drop from the shoulders, from your jaw, which are the sort of two main ones. So, I mean, you can both do it now with me. You know, okay. so wherever you, do do you don't even Let's get all the listeners to do okay, it. Come on then, let's all take some breaths. I am gonna, I'm going to put on some all... really nice music in the background <laughs> to this. Everybody, stop what you're doing and listen to Claudia now. Okay. Yeah, so just start to think about lengthening the spine so just have a little wiggle wherever you are whatever you're doing standing or seated standing or seated just be comfy and if it's safe to do so close the eyes just gently close the eyes 
And then as you inhale, inhale through the nose, all the way down into the tummy. And feel that belly fill with air. And just start to exhale, but slowly lengthening the exhale. And as you do, just let the shoulders release and soften. So inhaling, deep breath, a slow deep breath down into the belly. And belly swelling, feel it. And then as you exhale, the belly just starts to release. The shoulders soften, the jaw relaxes. So you can carry on with that for as long as you like. It can just be a minute, but it's about just tuning into what you can feel as you inhale through the nose, down into the belly, and then always exhaling for as long as possible as you exhale. Okay, so there we go, open the eyes again. I think at the end I said something about exhaling for as long as you can exhale or something. Do you know I did my yoga voice then as well? That was amazing. Very professional. I, kind I of feel just lighter. I my do. shoulders feel better. I feel proper chill. The thing is, I mean, like, what happens if you sent everyone to sleep and they don't listen to the end of our podcast? We're going to hold you accountable. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. And that's something you could that just do. Finding me time when there's no time. You yeah. can find time for that. That's awesome. I can see myself being able to do that on the side of the football pitch while they're doing football and I'm just standing yeah. alone. I could totally see myself doing that. Admittedly, people would maybe have to just not talk to me, but yeah. <laughs> but so I, I genuinely could. Or slope yeah. off to the car and do it for five, ten minutes where it's warm. That would be brilliant. But yeah. if you're if you're at the football pitch, what you can do is just walk a, walk a, a you know a length of the pitch or do the full lap. And it's a walking meditation and it's actually, you know, you can obviously tune into the breath, but actually, you know, just looking around you, what can you see? What, um, you know, what is underfoot? What is around you? Can you feel any breeze on your face? What can you hear? And so it's just being really aware and being present. And I think it's, again, that can be really cheesy and overdone, that phrase, you know, be present. But yeah. actually, how many of us, you know, are, um, you know, we go out for a walk, but then, oh, just just check my Instagram. Oh, I'm or, awful for that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit, I just need to send that email. Um, you know, it, and so it's things like that, watching the TV at night. It's the old, uh, you know, the scroll, isn't it? Mindless um, scrolling, yeah. Yeah. I do love a mindless scroll. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah. But then there's a time to switch off. And I think this is great. Yeah, really I think it's helpful. great. Super helpful. Amy, I yes. know Claudia and even I've learned more today. She's like, see why I call her the yoga queen. She's brilliant. I Honestly, am now... I'm so clever. <laughs> you are really clever. Really clever. You got me to do some breathing for a whole few minutes and I only opened my eyes to peek at Zoom twice. Yeah. For me, that's that's quite a big deal for me. Normally I'm the person who looks through their fingers all the time. Yeah. So it's thank amazing. You. Yeah. Even like, if you even if you're in the bath or the shower, you know, one of the things for me when I did this, the mindfulness training, you had to do so much so many things before you arrived. You had to do, you know, you had to sort of do the work yourself. Yeah. For me, the biggest thing was a mindful shower. So like you all go in the shower, okay? And well, I'm guessing you do, shower or bath. Yeah. And 
lock the door so you're not going to have anybody joining you and instead of just getting in washing yourself getting out in the same amount of time you can actually just really concentrate on what you're doing you can be aware of how the water feels when you're in the shower um, how it feels on your skin uh, what you can see what you can hear shower gel put it on your hands stop and smell it I have got such a thing about shower gel now. I've always got about five or six because the whole smell thing. Yeah. And then like, you know, if you want to get friendly with yourself, that's fine. But, <laughs> you know, but really think about how it feels on your skin as you start to, you know, wash yourself. Then, you know, you can do the whole, you know, if you're doing it at the end of the day, you wash away the grime of the day, you wash away the stress of the day. Anything bad that, that's happened, it goes down the plug hole. You know, you can get a whole little routine going and you're still in there the same amount of time. So you're fitting that into your day. Oh, you man, you're awesome. I know. You just you know, know I can see that me in the shower tomorrow morning, I know I'm going to do that now. I love that. Even love if it. you just stop and smell it for a couple of, smell your shower gel for a few breaths. Oh, mega. Yeah. Honestly, absolute game changer for me. Um, you know, you can do it when you're brushing your teeth. You can do, oh, how's that feel today? What does that mean? What's going on there? Instead of brushing your teeth and thinking, you know, oh, has the child had its breakfast? And, <laughs> the child had oh, its breakfast. <laughs> yeah, oh, God, I'm going to be late for my Zoom meeting. And oh, yeah. my life, shit, a bloody coronavirus. That's you know. Brilliant tips. Thank you so much. Thank you're you so fun. much. You have been an awesome guest. And Thank you. People are going to love you and they're going to love you even more because Claudia, before we started uh, recording today's episode, kindly offered, what did you offer? A uh, free class. Oh my How God. Amazing. How amazing is that? So, yeah. um, so I do two classes a week, Friday, uh, Monday and Friday, both at 12 noon. And if you can't make it, I send you the download. That's incredible. Uh, Monday, Monday, you're more likely to sweat. Friday is yin yoga, where you basically just lie around for an hour and you hold the pose for about three or four minutes. And um, at the time, sometimes you don't feel a lot, but you feel it the next day. Some people fall asleep. It's just, it's a really nice class on the Friday. So some people do it at the end of the week. Um, and also another thing, what I do is I have quite a few people who do the classes that are homeschooling. So sometimes the kids will do it with them. So yeah. tick, PE. Um, but also, <laughs> if there's a few of the kids there, I'll be like, right, kids, your homework, you know, your school this afternoon, you're going to look at the, the spine or you're going to talk, you know, it's all usually biology based. But, you know, or I want you to um, read up about how you breathe and how your lungs work and that kind of thing or. Um, I want you to look at the muscles in the body, those kinds of things. So, you know, because some parents can't get away from the kids um, at this point if they're homeschooling. So actually, you know, yeah, just just let them do it with you. you You've helped I mean? me. I've never easy. felt so chilled at the end of a podcast. I'm feeling <laughs> proper chilled now. No, it, It's so easy. Um, and it, there's no sort of real um difficulty around this stuff we're just so used to not doing it and 
uh, or giving ourselves a bad time about doing it. Oh, well, if I do sort of sit down and do this meditation for 20 minutes, then I'm going, oh, it's like being lazy or, or yeah. I could really just fold yeah. that laundry instead. And it's like... We've spoken a lot about that, haven't we, Amy? Yeah, yeah about it's whole like, guilty thing you, for stopping. If you, don't, if you don't, it's like charging your batteries. If you don't do something to re-energise yourself, whatever that looks like, then you do run out of energy. It's it's like it's economics. It's supply and demand, isn't it? I did do yoga for a while and then kind of just fell away from it thinking, oh, I was saying to Amy, like, if I've got time to exercise, I kind of like a hardcore workout um, with, yes, with Sean. Come on, do your burpees. Yeah, I like that. Um but I'm gonna find I am gonna I'm gonna make time. I'm gonna make time for this because yeah, I, you know. It's and it's a, it's about a quick win as well. I always think with 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 any sort of exercise, particularly with yoga or Tai Chi, some movement based Tai Chi, yoga, Pilates, um, Qigong, anything like that. It's like really clever exercise. So it's good for you to do as you age. And I say that sort of forty age forty plus, right? Anything you do in terms of health it's helping you towards a healthier older age because we're all living longer. So um, aging process, well-being in general, good for the mind, good for the body. Um, Fee and I have talked before about perimenopause and menopause. So again, from early forties, ladies, it's not, there's nothing good to talk about when it comes to your hormones. It's all a nightmare. But yoga can really help with that as well. So actually for me, to do one yoga class is hitting all of those different points. So it's actually in that respect, it is a quick win. So it's like, what, how are you going to get the best value for your time? Yeah. I love it. If that is going out for a run, crack on, but you won't see me. (laughs) (laughs) I ain't coming. (laughs) Oh, you have been an absolute delight. Have you learned anything, Amy? Because I have, honestly. Yeah, I'm looking forward to when we get back to life. I'm looking forward to making football the time I relax. Definitely. Yeah. I'm really, I'm genuinely excited to find that I can do something while I am usually doing something for someone else because yeah. that is the key. And it's not, um, and that's not me being a martyr. I think that's what a lot of parents find. It's, it's that when you get home, you're so knackered, you can't be asked, which is detrimental but tends to be how you think whereas if I know that I've got an hour in the cold anyway where Mm -hmm. I'd usually be scrolling on my phone or you know thinking about my shopping list or anything if instead I'm standing there and doing something for me suddenly it feels a lot more achievable and like you can get your steps in just walk around you're still watching I mean I I mean for me lockdown last year was when I really fell in love with walking because I walk, I'm out in nature, I'm getting some fresh air, and I listen to podcasts, and it, and most of them are well-being based, and so I find that really useful for work, but not all of them, and so I'm getting my steps in, I'm out in nature, I'm having a, a walk, which is lovely, and I'm learning something because I'm listening to a podcast, it's like, what is not to like about that? Thank you so much for joining us, Hello. you've been awesome. Where can people find you? Um, yoga by Claudia on Instagram and yoga by Claudia UK on Facebook. And yeah, that's about it. Yeah. Oh, thanks, Claudia. If you guys enjoyed this episode, there are other episodes as well. Thanks for listening to Selfish and we'll catch you next week.
Take care. I need a little time for me to just be free of the daily.